0: Welcome to the WBS Podcast, brought to you by WeddingVideographySchool.com, your online resource for building a wedding videography business from start to finish. And now, here's your host, Michael Lee Ring. Hey guys, Michael here with Wedding Videography School. You guys are having a great week, great day, great year, all that stuff. Great, 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 great. Hope it's all going, (laughs) hope it's all going really good for you. In this episode of the podcast, I'm going to answer a question from Katie Payne who writes in and she says, how do you handle travel expenses when it comes to weddings? Do you work the cost of airfare and hotel into your quote? And do you let your clients know that that's being included or do you cover that yourself? That's a great question, Katie. Thanks for writing in. Um, There's two ways to approach travel. One is with a blanket rate right which is basically a fixed cost estimate where you say something like hey there so and so thanks for getting in touch i will travel anywhere in the united states for a thousand dollars right uh the travel fee is a thousand dollars no matter where you're at okay um i'm not going to talk about that approach because i think it sucks and there's a few reasons i think it sucks but for the sake of time I'll just say it sucks and move on to the way that you should do it, right? Uh, and that's actual cost. You're, you're going to want to give your clients an actual cost um, estimate. And that doesn't necessarily mean you know, breaking down the cost for them so they can see where their money is going. Because in some ways, I think it's kind of none of their business. Either they're going to accept your quote or they're not. If you're just starting out, it might be advantageous for you to eat some costs yourself. If you really just want to go shoot a wedding, or maybe you need the money, or whatever, um, and so minimizing your travel costs as much as possible um, might be a good idea for you. For me, I I don't love traveling for work that much. So if I'm going to travel, you know, I I haven't done it yet, but I'm kind of thinking like really for flights over three hours, I'm probably going to start, you know, booking first-class tickets. Um, but you don't necessarily want your client to know that you're sitting in first class on, on the way to their wedding. Because um, a lot of people, they really just want you to show up, shoot the wedding, leave. They, they view it more as a business transaction, which it is, But it's more, I'm a little more involved with the travel aspect because I'm the one sitting on the plane, right? I'm the one going through security. I'm the one who's waking up early to get to the airport. I'm the one leaving my family. So for me, showing an actual cost breakdown to my client, um, I'll do it if they ask for it. But if they don't ask, I, I don't volunteer that information. Um, so what are the things that you need to consider when providing your client with a travel estimate? Well, first of all, you're going to want to include things like expenses, right? Um, you're going to want to include, uh, maybe some profit, right? Cause you're going to be spending at least two days in the airport sitting around, um, Those are days that you can't be working on something else um, or you can't be hanging out with your family or um, whatever, right? Those aren't your days. Those are days that you're essentially doing something that you don't want to do so that you can shoot a wedding. Um, So figure out how you want to price those days. I recommend a day rate, right? Um, For most weddings, it's just two days of travel. Um, you know, I know that I'm going to fly in, I'm going to shoot the wedding and then I'm going to leave. Um, actually I should revise that. It's for me, it's more of three days of travel. And here's why I'm going to fly in, uh, a day early, right? So I'm actually going to show up a full day early for the wedding. So if the wedding's on Saturday, I'm not going to show up on Friday, the day before I'm going to show up on Thursday. So I'm going to show up on that Thursday, have a full day between the day that I show up and the wedding, and then I'll leave the following day. The reason why I do that is twofold. One, it gives me a little bit of time to unpack, organize all my equipment, make sure nothing's broken, um, and relax a little bit, right? And the other reason is because if there's a flight delay or a cancellation or something, you want an extra day to hopefully have the possibility of getting on a new flight, right. And getting, and still getting to the wedding in time. So even if you end up showing on, showing up on that Friday, um, cause you're a day late because of a delay or cancellation or something, at least you got there. You're not going to have that extra day to unpack and unwind, but at least you got there. Right. Um, so I, you know, when I'm looking at my travel, costs and coming up with an estimate, um, I'm looking and I'm thinking, what are those travel days worth to me? Right? So if I show up on a Thursday, I hang around on a Friday and I come back on a Sunday, those are three days. What, what are each of those days worth to me? Um, you know, it kind of depends if you're just, if that's just what you're doing, Uh, and you're not going to like spend a few days like vacationing or going to see some sites or whatever, then you got to, I would say, do your full day rate, right? It shouldn't be like an insane amount of money because you're not really doing much. You're kind of just traveling and sitting on a plane or a bus or, you know, Uber or whatever. So it's not like really hard work, but there is some stress involved and you're not, you're not home, right? You're not, working on other things you're not booking other projects you're not you're not available right so please do include some sort of day rate and again unless listen if you're new and you just need to shoot a wedding or you need the money or whatever then by all means go shoot the wedding and keep those travel expenses to a minimum um but you know you want to get paid for your time um as far as like the actual nitty gritty travel expenses that you can't avoid that you absolutely must charge your clients for, otherwise you're just going to lose money, which is kind of stupid, um, <laughs> right? It doesn't doesn't make sense to lose money here. This isn't a charity. Um, you're trying to run a business. Uh, flights, right? So the flights round trip, what does that cost? Well, what are the baggage fees going to be? Right, take a look at your equipment and figure out. Okay, how many bags am I going to have to check? What bags can be carry-ons? Is there a bag that I can put under my seat or in the overhead bin? Blah blah blah. Um, I, just for your reference, I typically travel. I typically check two or three bags when I travel for a wedding. Um, uh, hotels. How much? how much is that going to cost per night and how many days are you going to be there or Airbnb, whatever you decide on, um, car rental, how many days. And again, how many, how much does that cost per day? Um, don't forget to include parking at the airport. I know the airports around me, uh, they both charge for parking. So if I drive to the airport and I leave my car there for four days, I'm going to get charged for the parking rate times four, um, Denver, the DIA airport, like there, I always park in the garage because I've got all my equipment. So I want to like get into the airport as easily as possible. And the garage tends to be the best way to do that. The parking in the garage is like, (laughs) it's like pretty expensive. I can't remember what it is. I can't remember if it's like 25 or 50 or something per day. But it's pretty expensive, and if you're gone for four days, uh, it it adds up really quick. Um, so you don't want to forget about that, and then come back to like you know, a hundred and fifty dollar bill that you didn't think about um, that you have to pay yourself. Um, the hotel uh, might also charge for parking, so especially the high end hotels like Four Seasons and Ritz and stuff. So if you're staying at one of those hotels. You'll want, to, um, you'll want to call ahead and, and find out what they're charging. Also, if the wedding that you're going to is at a hotel and you're bringing your rental car and you're going to park it in the garage there, they might charge you for parking for that whole day. And it might be like $25 or something. Um, it's not uncommon. Like I said, the Four Seasons in Denver, they charge $50 for parking. Actually, it might be 60 now. I can't remember. It's been a little while since I've been there, but... Um, food, I usually budget about $60 per day per person. I mean, I don't know what your eating habits are, but I know for me, you know, I can easily eat for way less than $60 a day, but, uh, having $20 per meal three times a day, that's not a bad kind of starting point to, uh, to just kind of figure out your food costs. Um. One tip here um, that I should probably mention is don't ever let your clients book your hotels or your airline tickets. You should be doing that yourself. And it's not it's not me saying like, oh, you gotta you don't want your clients knowing that you're sitting in first class or anything like that. Um, most of us probably aren't sitting in first class, but like I know that for future flights for anything over three hours, I'm probably definitely gonna sit in first class. Um, Just (laughs) because at this point in my life, I don't really love traveling for work. So um, if I'm going to travel, like I want things to be as convenient and easy as possible. Um, But so I'm not saying don't let your clients, you know, book your flights or your hotels because you're trying to hide anything. I say don't let your clients um, book your flights or hotels or anything like that because A, uh, they tend to do things on the cheap, right? So there might be a flight that's $20 more and it might leave at 10 AM, which is a pretty reasonable time to get on an airplane. <laughs> they might try to save 20 bucks by putting on you, putting you on the four 30 AM flight. Right. Um, and for them, it's totally worth it. Cause what do they care? They're not the ones sitting on the plane, but For me, I would way rather we spend the extra twenty dollars for me to have like a better flight and a better experience overall. Um, Also, I've had people um, (laughs) book my hotels, and you know, to be fair, like I've had a couple like pretty decent experiences where I walked into the room and thought, "Oh, this is a really nice room." Um, I actually had. I actually had a bride book me in the room. I don't know if she knew this when she was booking me, but she ended up booking me in the room right next door to her room. So, in the morning when I was ready to start shooting the girl's getting ready, I literally just walked to the next hotel room over. Um and that was pretty awesome, but usually usually if a if a couple books your rooms for you or your room, you're going to get there and you're going to be like, Oh, this is obviously like the cheapest hotel they could have put me in, in the area. Because once again, uh, their goal is to save money. Um, so yeah, don't, don't let your clients book, uh, your hotels, um, and your flights and stuff like that. Um, also there's the chance that they might make a mistake. I had a client who booked me Flying out of Houston, and I was like, I don't live in Houston. I don't. How am I supposed to get to Houston? Like, is there another flight that I'm unaware of that is going to take me to Houston? And had I not looked at the itinerary right away, it might have cost my client a bunch of extra money to change the tickets. Um, so you really just want to be in charge of all of that yourself. That's pretty much it. So when you provide the quote to your client, you know, add up your expenses and then add in your day rate for the days that you're gonna be there and then add your package cost, right? So that's that's just whatever you charge normally, right? So if you charge, let's say you charge $4,000 to shoot a wedding in Denver, then if you're gonna to fly to California, then your package costs should be the expenses plus your day rates for the days that you're gonna be there plus $4,000. And that, that, that'll be the total. Like I said, you know, if you're new or you're just starting out, like you might have to eat some costs. Like I did a wedding in New York city last November. So a little over a year ago. And one of my goals was to shoot a New York city wedding and to do it. Like I had to eat a lot of costs. Um, and I would never do it and I wouldn't recommend people do it. You know, I would never do it in any other situation. Um, In fact, I turned down a wedding in Spain this year. I turned down um, a wedding in Costa Rica, all because, like, the travel stuff just wasn't going to make sense and because it wasn't going to be worth it to me um, to to do those things. So, you know, if you have a a specific goal that you're trying to hit, you might have to to figure out how you're going to do it. Um, or if you just need the work or it's a great opportunity or whatever, obviously for those things, you might just throw all of this whole podcast out the window for that. Um, but in general, this is a pretty good, um, a pretty good way to look at breaking down your travel costs. Um, I don't think I've really forgotten anything, but every once in a while I, I forget like a little thing. Um, so email me if you guys have any questions about, about travel, but this is, this is, it's pretty easy overall, um, to give your clients a good quote, but you know, accuracy is, accuracy is easy, but convincing a client to spend, you know, twice as much money as your package cost to get you to shoot their wedding is the challenging part. So, um, at the end of the day, weigh your circumstances, weigh how much you want to shoot the wedding, weigh, you know, how much it's going to cost you, um, and weigh, you know, what it's worth to you, and then and then go from there. Hope this answers your question, Katie, and I hope this helps everybody else out there. If you guys have questions, shoot me an email at michael at com, and you can spell my name with, uh the letters of my name (laughs) spell my name with the letters of my name and those are m-i-c-h-a-e-l um people people mess that up all the time so shoot me an email if you guys have questions and i'll catch you in the next episode of the wvs podcast